What's up, guys? Welcome back to Hick and Hip Sports. Um, thank you again for joining us as we continue this journey. Um, opening statement. Shout out to the Denver to Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. Killing Holy it. Smokes. Killing it last night. Yeah, they, they destroyed yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, Jamal Murray is legit. He's... I think he proved. He's a cold-blooded man. I mean, he's he's Ice not consistent in his yet. Veins. Yeah, he's not consistent. <laughs> he yet. can turn it on when he wants. To. Yeah, he's not quite consistent, uh, but he can definitely he can put games in and he can put games away. And you know, you can be inconsistent and still win Game Seven all day long. I'm okay with that as a coach. Oh yeah. If, if you're the reason we won Game Seven, you can be inconsistent. All you six, want. Like yeah, I, don't <laughs> I got Nikola Jokic. Yeah, exactly. That's why <laughs> and Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. That's why I got. Michael Porter's going to be good, too, I think. They got, they're going to have a scary they're team. They're going to have a, a pretty good team here pretty I soon. I don't know if they get past the Lakers. That would be a later story that we can talk we'll about. We'll talk about that a little later. Right. But who knows? Who knows? I mean, nobody thought they were getting past any of the other teams. The Jazz, down 3-1 there. Down 3-1 to the Clippers now. Like, it's insane. That's crazy. Like, back-to-back. Grindy team, back man. Back-to-back. Yeah, right? Now, the, now to me... I guess the new joke isn't, you know, the Warriors blowing that 3-1 lead, even though it wasn't the finals. Like, now it's like, what happened to the Clippers? You know, that's a great question. And my answer is Doc Rivers. <laughs> that's true. I he got outcoached. Even in the – even against the Jazz, he was outcoached. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't have been as close – I mean, like, I mean, not against the Jazz. I mean uh, – who did they play? I don't even the remember. Thunder. The Thunder. The Thunder. They played the Thunder. But um, I guess I'm I eating. Thinking, I'm eating was, my was, words. I'm the Nuggets, but yeah. Yeah, I'm eating my words from episode one when I said that uh, coaching comes into play because I didn't think that. No, I, I mean I could totally see it as a plausible situation. Right. But I I thought the Clippers would you know put it away. You thought it was over in six. I yeah. thought it was over in six. I thought they'd put it away, but then. Yeah, yeah, that's what the podcast is. <laughs> Entertainment value. Yeah, right. No, but um, it's definitely interesting to see a, a once decorated head coach in the in the NBA right. uh, be outclassed since he moved to LA. Yeah, and pretty consistently. And pretty year. consistently. I mean, he's had some great teams on the Clippers, and yeah. they still haven't yeah, done still anything right. with them. CP3 and Blake. I mean, and DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Lob City, dude. That yeah. was some interesting basketball to watch. It was to fun watch. to watch, but did it go anywhere? You know? Not past the second exactly. round. <laughs> it's a curse, I think. The Lakers are like. I'm the not, Clippers? The Clippers are cursed, and the Lakers are just going to well, run away you know, with it. Well, here's the thing I know there's some sports conspiracy theorists out there that say because Jerry West owns them, oh, former Laker, he's right. just internally sabotaging it. Luck. Yeah. You think on purpose? Oh, no. It's, it's it's a curse. Thing. It's a coincidence. Okay. okay, fair enough. I did not know that. Yeah. So I appreciate that knowledge. Well, that's interesting to but look at. For real. Kudos, kudos, kudos to the Nuggets. Um, shocking, I would say the world. I don't know. Shocking Kawhi Leonard. That's for sure. Putting him in his place, yeah. man. I tell you what. Yeah. Everybody, if they had any questions on who the best basketball player in the NBA is right now. The Nuggets shut down the Kawhi Leonard argument, I think. Pretty much. I think a lot of it goes into the team around him. True. 
But Kawhi didn't do himself any favors. If you're a superstar, yeah, you, you got to take command. You got to, like you got to at least put in your own work. I don't know right. how many. I don't know how many points he scored. Uh, he probably led the team though with I mean, possibly. I mean, but yeah, I I'm don't call. Uh, I got a new nickname for Paul George. What's that? You know, he's playoff P when he's really good, right? Uh, since this year, you know, he he kind of fell apart there, like pretty much all year in the bubble. I mean, not even in the bubble, everybody. Um. But it's a uh, pandemic P. Pandemic P. <laughs> that's, that's what I got. That's what I got. You, uh, know? you know, that's a pretty good one. But I think Peanut to be butter, com- P, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. To be completely fair, Easy though, is it spread? I know. I was gonna say, uh, shit, Mister Sticks. <laughs> he could build a house with all those bricks. <laughs> I don't know. They could have built the whole. They could have. They could have rebuilt that. They could have rebuilt Orlando with yeah, all those bricks. Yeah, they could have rebuilt any city in the world with all those bricks they're making. And it was evident, like I was saying uh, the other day, was um, you could tell that they just gave up. They were just oh like, yeah, they were tired. Yeah, they started wearing down at the end, and they were just like, "Oh well, see ya." Uh, yeah. Bye. And then on top of that, I wasn't gonna talk about it yet, or even tonight possibly. But Damian Lillard got in on the fun because whenever they got kicked from the first round by the Lakers, all Pat Bev and Paul George were saying like, "Oh, well, go get a ticket to Cabo." And 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 then so that's what they were tweeting. <laughs> you know the tweet wars are. Inside. Oh, I love tweet wars. Yeah. Bunch of burner accounts. Exactly. And then, uh, so Damian Lillard came out last night and goes, "Well, I guess you'll meet us. You meet me there, huh? Meet me in Cabo. Yeah. Or you want a ticket? <laughs> or it's like you want to buy me? A, you wanted me to buy you a ticket? So that was a thing. Uh, gotta love Dame Lillard though. I still think. I oh think yeah. He's, he's top two. He's definitely up there. If I, I, like if I had a point guard to build around, it would probably be that guy. To be honest, like you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say if I could build a team around a specific point guard, I'd probably go with Campbell Walker. That's true. The only thing I just the thing with Kemba though is one, I'm not a huge fan of his consistency. True. And two, I would only I would build around him because he's definitely a team oriented point guard. Yeah. When you look at Damian Lillard, the guy is an amazing scorer. But that's about the only that's about the only thing you get from him. That's true. But then see that's why like a point guard, Dame Lillard could still pass, dude. Like he can still he can, still, he he can still, still throw dimes. Now he's not like LeBron vision. No, but he's like maybe like a lot like a, maybe a step down from LeBron and Magic or something like that. Like he ain't far below them with his playmaking ability still, like as a passer. Because of what happens, and this is also kind of takes away from his passing ability. But they get, he gets trapped all the time in double teams. That's true. When he has that potent offense, they definitely want to they definitely want to trap him a lot. And it's not more. hard to pass, obviously. Um, I wasn't going to talk about this either, but uh, the Miami Heat did win there. I wasn't going to talk about it right now, anyways. So I was going to they did the win game. their game against they the won Celtics. Their game against Celtics, uh, uh, an OT, 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 yeah, about uh, three, yeah, three points. That's uh, definitely going to be, be an entertaining series. series. I can't wait to find out three. who plays in the final. It was, it was, it was really close. They were both. I think it was like 117, 116, 114. I know the Celtics scored 114. Yep. And then, bam. Bam out of bio. What a name. Dunk to win, like to seal the game, pretty much. But like the probably the best block I've seen, at least in a long time, but probably even ever. Like 
the most clutch block. If there's such thing as a clutch block, like that's like right up there with King James block. Like that right backboard right block yes. and the yeah, for it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's cool right up there. But anyways, that's a long opening statement. I guess we got a lot to talk about in that one statement. But now you're current, I suppose. What do you got for me? Well, I uh, to bring the less well-known sport of baseball into this podcast. Yeah, I hope we got to get it back. I am an Atlanta Braves fan. And uh, I watched a very humiliating trouncing at the hands of the Baltimore Orioles. Last year, the worst team in baseball. Yeah, yeah. They lost... 14 to 1. In the third inning, it was nine runs given up. In one inning. In one inning. They just got to cruise to the end there. They, that was, yeah, here we go. Orioles slugged three homers in nine run third. That is That's crazy. something else. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Jose Iglesias is the uh, top performer for the uh, Orioles. Mm-hmm. Four hits. Four RBIs, one home run. And then Freddie Freeman, the uh, always solid first baseman for the Braves. He got two hits, one RBI, one homer. He tried. He scored the only run, so <laughs> got to give him credit where it's due. He tried. He kind of reminds me a lot of Anthony Rizzo. Oh, yeah. To be honest. They kind of have the same build. Left hand. Left handed. They're both tall. They're they both, both big choke guys. They both when they need to. They're, they both can hit the home run, but if they need to, like obviously two strikes. They're definitely they're RBI. Their they're yeah. definitely RBI right. guys. Right. And I like that about him, especially when you got people on there like uh, Albies and Acuna. Yeah, well, they're swinging for the fence most. Like Where, 90% well, Albies is definitely that power swinger. Right. Um, Acuna definitely, he's got speed on the base pass, right. but right. he's definitely swinging he's for, swinging he's for swinging for the fence. He wants to trot. Yeah. He don't want to run. He wants to trot. He wants to trot. Let's be real. And he can do it. And hit with the best of them. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, I was thinking as you were reading that, I wonder if, honestly, with the stadiums being empty or whatever, like that they're playing at, if there's like, you know, if they have to deal with wind a little more or if they have to like, if there's something like, because there's been homers by like everybody. Like in every game, it's always like, like it, since they've restarted, it feels like every game is a high scoring game. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, I know this was a while ago now, but the uh, Braves actually put 29 runs. Right. And I think it was Adam Duvall, of all people, had four home runs. Right. In one game. So I definitely definitely think there's some validity to that. Um, I just say that because I know that a lot of NFL kickers um, this past week, obviously, whiffed a lot of kicks. They whiffed a lot of kicks, and that's what some of them were saying that they felt. They may have just been an excuse, but they said that if they felt like there was more wind trapped inside of the stadium because there wasn't like anybody or anything to absorb it, you know what I mean? Just a bunch of empty bleachers or chairs. Yeah, I can definitely see that, especially when they're all shaped kind of like a dish. Right. So that wind can definitely for the most part is still. Oh, pretty much every stadium is that same diamond shape. So. And it just the back is usually taller than the front, so right. when the wind comes in, I suppose you can get that swirl and balls carry or they don't. Right. Um, but and yeah, I, I can definitely. I can see something. Yeah. I can see something like that. I don't know. I, like I said, I just heard that through the NFL and then all these high scoring games and the MLB, obviously. Um, I definitely think it could be a possibility. I don't. Maybe it's another one of those like 
little minor adjustments. Minor adjustment things. I don't know. But anyways, glad you brought MLB into this thing. Um, what is that Chicago score? What Chicago score? Oh, yeah, no, that was uh, that's the football. That was on Sunday. That was the Chicago Bears. You don't get me confused. <laughs> well, actually, anyway, now that you bring Cubs, up Chicago, there was a no hitter thrown by the Cubs. Was it Alec something? I don't even remember who it was. I don't even know the guy. I've never heard of the guy. But if he can throw a no hitter, especially like after we just got done talking about all these homers that are getting hit, that's impressive. That's impressive. Uh, there was another no-hitter thrown by another Chicago team, Lucas Giolito, for the White Sox. He threw a no-hitter. No-hitter. No, no, no hitter earlier in the year. Right. right. Um, so there is well, that. Is, I mean, obviously, two crowd noises got to be helping those guys as well. Oh, they got to help the concentration. I mean, yeah. I couldn't imagine standing on that bump of dirt. Having a bunch of random people screaming at yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> that's kinda that's kinda intimidating. Well, because like even when you're at home, they're still screaming for you. Right. But it's still screaming, nonetheless. You know what I mean? Right, they're still yelling at you. Right. I mean maybe, no malicious. Maybe the hitters are more locked in. That could be another thing. There's no crowd noise. Maybe that's the answer to everything. It's like more dialed. They're really good pitchers, whether they're really good at hitting right now, whatever. It's like maybe that's the key, is there's no crowd noise. Yeah, that could be. There's a lot less confusion going on. And I wonder if the NFL is going to kind of be like that. I know that teams definitely, like defenses, were not having a hard time at all. Like, but the, like they weren't having a hard time with adjustments and stuff. Like a linebacker, you know, like a captain over the defense or whatever. But same thing with the quarterbacks. Like, you could change the play five different times if you wanted to just because, like – you they didn't, The they, crowd, you couldn't – You, could, you could you actually weren't bothered, it. yeah. Right. Everybody could hear you. You could actually just – like, you could hear it through the television, much less on the field. I know. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine – like, I know the, the Tennessee-Denver game. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill probably checked out at one play prior to it. He probably checked out at one play five times. Right. So, well, I mean – Just because you can. Just because you can hear him. Right. So, so it's – Hopefully you better get it while you got it because they may start letting fans in there. Yeah, certainly goes. interesting. Not as much. I know they won't let They'll limit it, I'm sure. Right. But, but, yeah. I know the Cowboys, they released the thing. Um Obviously, like I, we said, Cowboys fans at the very first episode, I believe. But um, the Cowboys are—they're going to have like they're reopening theirs, and they're having like a—you come in a group, and you have to sit in like a little what they call pod, but it's not an actual like. I was thinking like when I read that, that's what caught my attention. I was like a pod, with the, like you putting because that's social distancing. Yeah, <laughs> well, like you putting pe- like where you putting people. In my head, I'm like you putting people in, like a little plastic ball or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, really, you're just gonna sit them in a little went. bubble in the stands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay. So they just meant as a group. Right. Like they're, tre- they're keeping the groups together or separated. And that's fine. I, I get that. That's cool. Um, kind of makes this. It also would probably help make the sound a little louder because we're so stretched out and echoey. And to be completely honest with you, I mean, 5,000 might sound like 15 or something. It might be concentrated because it's in groups. Right. But yeah, it's definitely a little more sparse. Spread out. Yeah, true. Yeah. But anyway. I guess we'll talk about this previous opening football week. Yeah. Um, it was field. I, I, we, I think I lost four or five of the pick'em games. I didn't get it. I didn't go back and listen to what we picked. I wish I would have saved it. 
is what we pick for the first week. Maybe we'll do that from now on each week. Um, just to get, get a record of what our picks are. Just to get a competition between the two of us. I don't know. Maybe. I'll tell you what. Uh, I know we both picked Seattle. We both picked Baltimore. I think we both picked Buffalo. Um, I'm not sure if you picked Las Vegas, but I know I picked Carolina. I picked Carolina. I did. Okay. I, 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 when I, I remember that specifically because I was like, dude, I should have picked Las Vegas. <laughs> right. Um, but I remember where I was like, I said, I think that Las Vegas can win this. But I think I just trust, like I said, I trust Christian McCaffrey more. Obviously, Josh Jacobs went off. Off. Like, he's all, he's it. out of his mind the first week. I don't Killed know if it's going to last, but wow. He, uh, wow. We, we both picked Chicago. Yep. I I know I picked the Lions. Oh, no, you I did. The Lions, okay, though, actually, so I picked yeah. Chicago. You picked Chicago. So that's like, that was the one thing that I missed that you did. Every other, like, that's literally, I think, the one thing I went against you on, on, on any of it. I think so. I think that's the one. Because we both picked Indianapolis. Right. I think we both picked Green Bay. Yeah. So, so I think I lost. I think you lost four, and I lost five. I think we'll talk. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, we'll later. Figure it out later. For you guys, sorry, we're having a little personal argument. <laughs> it happens all the time. Right? All the time, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I guess what would be like one or two games that stuck out to you the most? Uh, I, I guess that's how we. Would, I don't want to go through every one of them. Um, because no. they all had their special. Uh, it was exciting. Every single game was. You go back and watch highlights of any of them, and they're all exciting. Um, but what do you? What, what would you be your two games? So? Wow. Um, my first game was actually Chicago and Detroit. So I thought uh, in the beginning when uh, Detroit was leading, I don't know what was it, twenty to six. I think so. Um, and the Bears pretty much came back and won in the last quarter and a half there and won 27-23. It kind of tells me two things about the Bears. It's two, uh, they really need to move on from uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. Uh, I think, you know, the fact he let him back is commendable. But the fact that he got down that far to the a pretty, I wouldn't want to say weak team, but weaker team. Okay. Uh, and I know coming back and winning is pretty much giving ownership a reason to keep him around. But uh, I definitely think with that offense, with Terry Cohen, especially Allen Robinson, I think you should be able to produce a little more. Okay. Um, it did come out this week, though, where Allen Robinson... Oh, he he deleted all that he stuff on his all social, of his media. social media account, like anything with the Bears, any picture of his jerseys. But then I heard today, I read something today on ESPN or something where he did have like a a meeting with either the coach or the owner. Or somebody. I think it was, it was the head coach. I think it was the head coach. Yeah, and he said it went well. Like uh, who knows what that means? Pretty uh, cryptic, but yeah. that's most athletes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, unless it's the NBA. Because the NBA will just spill it all out for you. Like, I don't know. LeBron's pretty good at cryptic. That's true. But I say NBA, but then Bruce Aarons comes out and freaking calls Tom Brady trash pretty much. Molly wops this yeah, guy. He's like, oh, my goodness. It was all Tom Brady's fault. Well, actually, not the first pick interception, but the second pick was all Brady. Like, like, like literally just came out and just, <laughs> just in, in front of God and guy. everybody. Just torched yeah, this guy. In front of God and everybody. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that later. We'll get to it later. Um, um, but I, I get what you're saying about Mitch. Um, I wouldn't necessarily move on yet. 
because I don't know. I don't know if it's been long enough. I guess three years and then what it is now. He's, he came in three years, but I mean, like, if you, if he ain't got it, he ain't got it. If I know you what think you mean. okay, so it, to anyone who watched that game, the first half and the first half of the third quarter, watching him throw the ball, I'm sure caused physical pain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it. He shows up late. It's great. They win the game. At the end of the day, I Same think way. that's all that really matters. He kind of single, not single-handedly because you're a quarterback. Obviously, you can't do it all by yourself unless you're Lamar Jackson, I guess. But, but like, don't even get it. Yeah, started. right. Exactly. <laughs> don't go down that road. But anyways, um, I don't know. Like, you don't. He pretty much brought him back on his own shoulders. Like. Like, I get what you're saying. You wouldn't have to bring him back if you were on the beginning. But you got to think, no preseason games. You you kind of have the same team. But at the same time, you have, you know, they were literally only having, like, Zoom call meetings. And, like, they weren't actually on the field yet until, what, like, two or three weeks ago. Maybe about a month ago now. But True. But I, I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying, like, there was a lot of miscommunication on every single football team other the one team i will say that did not mess up was the chiefs from yeah. the opening snap to the to end, the of the end game, they pretty much they looked were. like they were super bowl ready all over again yeah they did not miss a step granted they basically have roughly the same kind of team so they have that chemistry i mean you just went deep in the playoffs run obviously um and then you add you had a layer where he's could be a stud, may not be a stud. We don't know yet. I, you know, um, I'm pretty averse to labeling. I mean, granted, one week. Yeah, granted, one he game. had a, he had a good game, right. but I mean, who did he play? True. The Texans don't have a very strong run defense. In fact, they don't have a very strong team outside of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I guess Watson's still there, but he's kind of turning. Watts, he's he's older. Once in a while, he's true. older. He's a little more injury riddled. I think. Uh, I'm not gonna say that he's he's not bad by any means of the word. Well, that's why he's said, just not who he used to be. Well, that's why I said could be, could be a stud. That's fair. I never said he was. I don't even think he is yet. You got to prove it. Shout out to ESPN for writing that article that a made phenom. me very mad. Phenom. phenom, you have got to be kidding me. They well, do that, that they do got, with every they guy. Want. They, they want do that with every guy. Oh they want you to do this. <laughs> they want you to put their name in our podcast. <laughs> now we'll get sued or something. Oh, what? <laughs> Anyways, in the second game. The second game. All right, the second game, I guess, um, your Dallas Cowboys. We watched that game. We watched that game, and I got to tell you, Jalen Ramsey needs an Oscar for that performance. You think so? That was beautiful. He's been hanging out in Hollywood. He's been hanging out L.A. way too long. I mean, that was the light. And I mean, for anyone who actually wants to indulge and talk football with me, they all know I'm a real old school fan. Yeah. I like the 70s when Mel Blunt could basically just tackle somebody before the ball got thrown to him. And nobody. And no one cared. (laughs) But anyway, Michael Gallup, I don't know. I, maybe I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't Jalen Ramsey, so I don't know how hard he pushed off. But it looked to me like it was probably one of the weakest. I wouldn't even call it a push off. He put his arm out. He literally he and tried to... probably like it was yeah. the front of 
it was the front of his fingers hitting I don't know his the left pad. the left chest pad of Jalen Ramsey. Right. And Jalen Ramsey threw both of his arms up and backwards. He hit a soft spot. He hit him. Bruised. He hit him right in the soft spot. Must have. I mean, it triggered some nervous he reaction. Got you didn't know that. Nah, but it must have tri- triggered some nervous reaction to where his arms flew up and he flailed around like a little girl. Um, but anyway, yeah. they threw the flag because if Michael Gallup, you know, Michael Gallup basically waltzed into the end zone. If, uh, but hey. I'm not gonna say that 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 one bad call is the reason they lost that game. Yeah, because I was even I was even gonna say, and I am a Cowboys fan. Obviously, we've talked about it. Um, but even being completely unbiased, like in anything, if anything, when Gallup pushed off, whatever, and I'm doing that in, in quotes, air guys. quotes. I wish I had a camera on me right air now. Air quotes. Pushed off, um, I. If it was anything, it was to get his arm from like Jalen Ramsey unhooking, like unhooking his arm from Jalen Ramsey's arm. Literally, Jalen Ramsey's like trying to take him down the aisle or something. Yeah, like he's pretty much he's got him hooked. Yeah, he's got him hooked, and so I don't know. I don't know. It, it was it was. I wish the game, especially a close game, a good game, kinda. I wish it wouldn't come down to the refs always, because it always does. Any much. close game, sorry NFL, but the refs always, always either ruin it for one team or they ruin it for the other one. It's like is there's no in between. It's never called down the middle. Like in that situation, let them play football because mm. Dak threw a bomb. That was a dot. That's probably the best throw I've ever seen come out of that man's hands. Oh yeah, and I love the guy. Like I, that if, he, was... if you talk to anybody, I liked him um, from Mississippi. I watched him in college in person. I went to some of the Mississippi State games. I, you know, I obviously I told my dad a year before the Cowboys even picked him that the Cowboys were going to draft him. So like, so I I have known for a while that he was like destined to be the Cowboys quarterback, and so I've been like. From day one, even before we got the starting job, I was like, he's going to be our starter one day. And everyone's told me, dude, like especially before the preseason started that rookie year, everyone was like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Like They're like, I don't even – he's he literally like maybe a one- or two-year person, and they're just going to get rid of him. And I was like, no, that's Romo's replacement. Mm. And, boy, did he replace him a lot faster than I even expected. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, to be completely fair – I'm not going to say I predicted anything or not, but I kind of figured that Roma would get hurt sooner or later. Well, yeah, but I didn't think it would be like... <laughs> in the preseason. In the preseason, and there he is. Like, and then not even when Romo comes back, too late. Too late. Dak already got it. Don't worry about it, Romo. You stay on the bench. You stay on the bench. You coach him up. And I will say i not bashing Romo at all. I think Romo is what helped him have such a great rookie season. Oh, yeah. And we can talk about more about the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Romo, anybody. That game, that was a terrible call. But at the same time, the Cowboys, to me, are a better team than the Rams. I don't know if the Rams thought they had something to prove in the new stadium. I don't know if the Cowboys thought they were going to waltz in there and get their first win. of the season. I don't know. But the defense didn't look good. We got injuries all around the place now. And we got uh, unlucky with the refs. Like, there's no other way to say it. But if you're 
if you're good and you don't have to worry about the call by the ref. I'll tell you what. Highlight player of the game, though, Trayvon Diggs. Dude, I have everywhere. never, I Trayvon have Diggs never seen, other than maybe Jacksonville, Jalen Ramsey, I've never seen a rookie corner all over people. Yeah. I mean, the one, it was a deep throw to Van Jefferson. I, I think it was maybe like 20 yards. It was right out. It, it, it might have been three inches away from Trevon Diggs' middle finger. Literally. Yeah. Best coverage. You can't ask for better coverage. Especially unless it's, in the soft NFL that we are. I know. I mean, and, and the other one is Trevon Diggs was all over this screen. I think it was a curl to Josh Reynolds. But, again, all over him. It was just a tad, maybe like, third of a second late with his arm swing. Right. Um, I'm with you. I'm but, with yeah, you. that was a great performance that from dude, that guy. Yeah, he might be He might be that guy. He might be Byron guys. Jones' successor. He yeah. might be better than Byron Jones. We yeah. don't know. Maybe not raw athlete, but he might be better. Right. In in position, he's probably better. Right. And I've seen some of – like, if you watch highlights of it, even back at training camp with Trevon Dix, he – he literally like he'll he'll intercept like one one handed one like like it's nothing like he looks like he's been playing wide receiver I don't know his high school I don't know how he was in college he may have played wide receiver before I even knew about it I have no idea, um but they wanted him to play corner at Alabama and I don't blame him that dude is wow and that's another thing it's hard to judge Alabama players because like the whole entire team is good same thing with LSU players this past year, mm. um but yeah. Lots to talk about in the near future with the Cowboys. Uh, my first game that stuck out to me, Eagles and that Washington football team. The <laughs> NFC East division right now is led by the football team. The nondescript football, football team. team. <laughs> How bad is that? Like, I don't, uh, don't, I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so. What was the final score again? Let's, let's remind me. <laughs> So the Washington football team yep. scored 27, and the Philadelphia Eagles scored 17. So it wasn't even really close. Not really. Uh, anyone who watched that second half knew that uh, the Eagles are, are garbage. Well, pretty much gave up. Not e- Well, here's the thing. Uh, my only console to, to Philadelphia is uh, their entire team is on IR. Or at least their entire offensive line is sounds on IR. Like the NFC East. Yeah, and it, it sounds like the Eagles. You know, like the last four years, I don't think there's been a team in the last four years that has been so consistently injured. I don't know. I don't know about that. Because that fourth year, the first year that where you're like the time frame you're giving in, there was a lot of Cowboys that were hurt that year. Okay, <laughs> but, but but that was one year. But over the whole I'm talking four about years, the whole four years consistently yeah, yeah, one yeah. through four. Well, then get you a quarterback. It's not. <laughs> hey man, he's not on IR yet. But hey man, time. I'm saying okay. Let Demarcus Lawrence hit him one. Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. That's speaking of that's game over. Let's just real real side note here for a second. I know I said I was done with the Cowboys talk, but where was that guy? I don't know, man. I think you he know Alden Smith. Alden Smith. Guy hadn't played in five years, had way more of an impact than Demarcus Lawrence. And I will say this: Demarcus Lawrence made one key play, one key play. Very first play on defense, he got a neutral zone infraction. <laughs> I forgot about 
Yeah. That, oh my how, goodness! How supposed to be good as a defense. Anyway, anyway, but definitely the Eagles. I don't know what they're doing. Doug Peterson wants to pass twenty four seven. I guess I don't know. He wants Wentz to be that guy and have. I want. I guess he wants him to be the number one passer. I have no idea what's going through his mind. You have Miles Sanders there. He was out this week, but you still have what? Who's still there now? I don't even. Well, okay. Remember. So pretty much, what you're looking at is Miles Sanders uh, with a hamstring injury. Right. He's he's a Scott. He, apparently, he'll play. He'll play next week. He's, he's on in this LA. Week. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, which is huge. Which is really good. As long as they use him. As long as they run the ball more than what 15 times between right. two people. Right. Uh, but you have Corey Clement, who I thought had an amazing rookie year, and then they continued to not use him the next two. Um, I'm with you. I thought he was still there, but I did And you have Boston Scott, who out of nowhere last year, undrafted out of Notre Dame. I thought he had a pretty solid last half of the year. Um, but then again, when you're sharing the ball with eight other running backs, you know, it's kind of hard to get noticed. Right. Um, but as far as but that goes, the running back, even as far as that hurt. goes, Carson Wentz threw the ball. He had 42, 42 attempts. attempts. And he complete. I think it was twenty seven of them, twenty four of them, two hundred seventy yards. He he did get two touchdowns, but he did throw two picks, um, which drives me crazy. So you got Boston Scott here, nine attempts, thirty five yards, nine, nine attempts, and, and Corey Corey Clement had six. Wow. And then Carson Wentz ran once, and I think they did some. Pull out, boot leg run. So to between wide the receiver. actual designated running backs, fifteen, 15 attempts. attempts. That's not gonna get it done. No, because I mean, with the Cowboys, I think Zeke Elliott had over twenty. I think I'm not sure by himself. Right, that's not including the couple of few times they gave it to Pollard. Was, yeah, and Pollard, he's just, he's he's, just, he's, a, he's a good backup. I like he's a good I like Pollard. Guy. I like Zeke Pollard. maybe back. Another question for later that we can talk about. I know I keep going back to the Cowboys a lot, but that was like the one game I definitely paid attention to this past week, I guess. Um, but anyways, that's not going to get the job done, obviously. I mean, the guy got outplayed by Haskins, and we both don't feel too hot about Haskins. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, big, big shout-out. I think a lot of that has to do with Mr. Riverboat Ron. That's true. He is the new head coach. He might have instilled some kind of, some kind of hype in that in that defense. Chase Young played, he played good. his heart out. He yeah. got I think two, three sacks, maybe a couple forced fumbles. Um, but Carson his Wentz, very first sack was a Carson ball. Wentz got sacked eight times. Right, that's not gonna get done. That's not gonna get it done. That offensive line that the Eagles have is an absolute. Turnstile. It's a joke. They might as well be caution cones sitting in the road. Both of our offensive lines are going to be in trouble for a little while. Very much so. Yeah, for a little while. Because, um, I mean, literally, our starter's hurt. Cam Irving goes in. Now he's hurt. <laughs> so, like, we're down to a rookie tackle. And that's not good. I mean, at least it's not his blind side, but that's not good. Tyron Smith goes down. I think you're as good as gone. That Dak better get used to getting hit. He better get used to getting sacked. Uh, kind of like uh, uh, that one year that uh, I think it was two years ago that Zeke got suspended, 
And then Tyron Smith got hurt. Right. And then all just and, went down. And Dak maybe had one decent game after that because he spent most of the other ones on his back. On his ground. Yeah, on the ground. Yeah. Um, second game stood out to me. The Vikings. And Green and Bay. That was an interesting game. Packers got way off to a good start. I have Devontae Adams on my franchise. And my lord, I mean, fantasy football. And my lord, am I glad I got that guy on my team that year. Things get like 43 points. Yeah, it was a lot. Was good a lot. lord. But the way our settings are set up. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was a bit. Um, I don't know. Uh, one thing I'll say is I don't know if Minnesota just. Kudos to them for finishing strong. I think they scored 24 in the last quarter, I believe, in quarter four. Somewhere in that ballpark, 24, 27, somewhere in there. That's really good for one quarter. Now, if only they did that for four. Exactly. And so that's what I don't know if that's something that they can build off of in weeks to come. Um, or if I don't, or either that, or if I don't know if the Packers just took their foot off the gas. Because they could have just taken their foot off the gas, obviously. But I don't, like, I don't know. I mean, it ended up, it, what was it? It was 43 to 34, correct? I mean that's eleven point difference, and it's I mean it's not close, close, but you know, but it's a lot closer than it was. Well, kind of like the uh, Texans Chiefs games, the the score is a lot closer than the game actually was. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so, but like that being said, they look good. Kirk Cousins towards the end there, they started making he started making really good throws. Um, Dalvin Cook was sort of warming them back up there at the end or whatever. His most I think his I think he had two touchdowns or maybe just one, but it was. Like a two or three yard, it was short, but um, there as a team, they started looking a lot better there at the end, and so I'll give them that. Um, made it make like I said, made the score look a lot closer, but still, I think that's something they can build off of for sure in games to come. That being said, speaking of games to come, Thursday night football, tomorrow night. Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. Ohio matchup. We got the Ohio Bowl in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Probably no fans. I don't know what Ohio's rules are, but um, this is a tough one for week two. I don't. Uh, You know. This is going to be one where we'll probably, maybe not argue, but. It's not be the one where no matter which one you pick, I might go against you just because. (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, here's the thing. Cleveland got mollywopped by the Ravens. They did not look good. They did not look competent in any way at all. And, you know, here's the the price of their hot-headedness, I guess. Because last year they were supposed to steamroll everybody with the, you know, all amazing their acquisitions. Yeah. They're amazing offense. They, they got, have Hooper to add to it. They got listen. Odell Beckham and Lord Jarvis Landry and whoever, Baker Mayfield. Um and, and Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. You know, they and Joku's not a joke. And Joku. He's a but he got hurt. He did. He got hurt he last hurt week. Over I know. Man, maybe that's his problem. Right. But that being said, you are playing the Ravens. Who Correct. despite how much I don't like their quarterback, still played very well. He actually threw really well. He did actually. He did actually uh Kudos, honestly, kudos, to kudos to Lamar. He 
I'm not going to say shut me up. It's one game, and it's against the Browns. He did play well from the pocket for but once pocket, in his life. Yeah, he did really well. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. And if he turns into an actual quarterback, I will no longer hate him. Uh, yeah, exactly. If he shows that consistently, even against good teams. If he can, if he can, if he can beat the Tennessee Titans – in the AFC champion, <laughs> in the AFC division, if he can show up game. in the playoffs, if he can show up in the playoffs, no, no. we all know he's making the playoffs. No. Okay, <laughs> let me. Refer- if he can, if he can de, if he can deconstruct a top five pass defense, I'll, I'll shut my mouth. At least for the week. At least for the week. <laughs> however, week however, I will say, uh, Joe Burrow, despite them only scoring thirteen points, he looked good. He looked really for good. An opening start, and no if it wasn't game. for a whiffed kick, that game would have been into overtime because right. he looked amazing. True. That last two minute drive he yeah. ran. Um, that was not, and that was against, and that was against a very, very good secondary right. that that Los Angeles has. Right. Uh, Desmond King and Derwin James are two of the best. That's just two. That's yeah. just two of them. Yeah. Um, but you yeah, Bosa there. You still got Joey there. You got Melvin Ingram. But that's still, that's a You got Melvin Ingram. You got some hellacious pass rushers. I hate that word, but it's the only word you can use. It's the only word you can say for that. Um, But I think Burrow played very well for his first game. For sure. Um, I think I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say Cincinnati wins 24 to 21. Okay. Oh, shoot. Because I was going to say Cincinnati and hoping you were going to say Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. um, you know what? I'm going to go Cleveland. Not just to go against you. <laughs> not just to start an argument. Not, well, no, I'm not even trying to argue. <laughs> I think Cleveland's just Cleveland. I don't know. But I think they're going to get Hooper more involved. He was pretty much a no-show in his first game. And I mean, granted, Njoku's there, and now that he's hurt, who else you got? Like, so let's get him. Let's get him. Nick Chubb's gonna get rolling tomorrow night against Atlanta. He's got to. Um, I think he is. I think he'll be fine. Um, I know you had him in fantasy football. That did not work out well for the five five points. Five point six points in our thing. Way we rate it anyway. Um, I'm gonna go Browns win by three. Win by three, three plus three plus, but like I'm gonna say three to seven, like maybe, maybe it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a fun game. Hopefully, we hit, we get time to watch it with still being able to make our podcast for tomorrow night that we're gonna have. Um, we had a couple nights off, but um, yeah, I'm gonna go Cleveland with a close one. Baker Mayfield is gonna make enough plays down the stretch. Maybe Odell gets involved. I don't know. I don't know. He dropped a pretty. He, he dropped yeah. one right at the numbers. Right. Right. I mean, I don't. I think. A, I don't you, know. I think it's about time for Odell to leave again. To be honest, you like, would have to. You'd be hard pressed to find a harsher critic of that man than myself. Of course, I have never been sold on Odell. He had one play. He had one amazing catch. And they the still lost the game. They went on the cover of Madden, yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy, okay, he's a great raw talent. He's got amazing hands. He doesn't care to build it, though. But 
he's so sold on himself. He's a lot like Antonio Brown. Yeah. He's such a diva and a, he's so self-absorbed that he believes himself to be the best receiver in the league. And, you know, despite statistically that not being true, you still right. got Julio Jones. Right. Who, it, you know, you're not topping that guy no matter how hard you try. Because that and man you got, works hard. That guy. You talk about raw talent. You talk about raw talent. Applying raw talent. Calvin no one, Johnson. No one's better you. than Calvin. Yeah. Him and Calvin Johnson were the two yeah. prime uh, examples of applying raw talent. Right. Him and Larry Fitzgerald, school, too. Yeah, I've been an old school wide receiver. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, the one thing he has better than Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson, I think, is route running. Route running ability. Well, he didn't have the speed or the right. size so of either of them guys. Now. He needed. But that's something you work on. But that's, that's crafty. That's what Odell needs to work on. He needs to work on his route running. He needs to work on his connection with Baker because it has not been there in a year. For the last now. two years. Yeah. Uh, two years well, maybe two years. I don't know. Who knows? But it has been there for a while. Um, but that being said, that's my pick. All right. Lock it in. Tomorrow night, we will talk more about the upcoming final or conference finals games. Um, like I said, this Miami Heat and Celtics game is going to be a fun series. And the way the Nuggets are playing, the Lakers and the Nuggets series might be pretty fun, too. Um. But I that first game definitely got me excited for this Eastern Conference Finals. You know, I've never, you know, honestly, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge consumer of NBA basketball. Okay. I like college. I like the NCAA a lot more. However, the Heat with that dog Jimmy Butler at the helm. That dog. Yeah. That dog, man. I tell you what, Jimmy Butler is something else. Uh, Bam Adebayo. Yeah. They got I'm not, some. I'm not going to make picks for, like, finals yet. Obviously, I'm not. I'm going to talk about it more. I'm, I'm not until not it yet. gets there. Not yeah. yet. But I will say, this isn't my pick, but I will say that a Denver and Miami matchup in the finals would be something to would see. Would be crazy. That would be pretty awesome. Crazy. We'll definitely see if Jamal Murray is that guy or not. Oh, yeah. Because Jimmy Butler is going to either, he's going to make or break that guy. So That guy plays some defense. I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah. They both play hard. That'd be a fun, that's off topic. That's in the future. We will talk about that later. Another good night. Oh, yeah. Talking, we went a little farther than I expected again, but that is a okay. Our listeners have quite a bit of content to listen to. There you go. You got a uh, one twenty-six minute podcast and then two fifty-minute podcast. <laughs> so and take what you want. Maybe we'll try to. We'll say we'll try to hover around that fifty-minute mark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It might be some inconsistencies. Yeah. Um, especially exactly. with depending our, on what's going on. Yeah. Well, I think normally because last time it was the. Uh, Pick'em. We did the pickums and we went into the divisional matchups, which was taken a while. Which Tonight, we were we went over a lot. Yeah, we went over a lot. Yeah, we but, talked a lot. We went over a lot. Yeah, that's what it is. No harm done. No harm, no foul. Yeah. So thank you guys again. Thanks for listening. For listening. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. We always are very, very grateful for anyone to listen to it. Yeah. We really, at least myself, I thoroughly enjoy the time that we get to talk. 
Oh yeah, about sports. I, you know, because most of the time we talk about it, it's usually related to something else that's not as leisurely, and uh, that's just not as fun. Right. Just literally taking, you know, thirty to forty. Five minutes, 50 minutes, however long. About an hour. Taking about an hour of our time to just talk about sports. Sports and focus on you guys. It's, is, it's incredible. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Yeah. And I can't wait till we can get some equipment or something. Oh, I know. That's going to be really... I'm stoked. When that's we... going to be super exciting. Um, oh, for sure. Soon-ish, anyways. Um, but I'm super stoked for that. And, uh, That'll be fun. But again, thank you guys for joining. Thanks for listening. Hick and Hip Sports. Uh, hit that follow button. Also, before we do close it, I was about to close it, but before we do one brief message, we are on Apple Podcasts now. Right. We're making it on Podbean, obviously. Um, I've been trying to share it. We have a Facebook page as well now. Um, but we are on Apple Podcasts. A lot easier for iPhone users to use. Eventually, maybe we get on Spotify, Amazon, whatever. We'll try it. We'll figure all that out later. Uh, but Podbean has been really well with working with me on getting on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to Apple mm. for accept, accepting, like, well, I think we had, like, like four followers on Podbean or something when they looked at it. Uh, I don't know how many we have now. But literally, Apple put us on there. Who knows why? I don't care. I'm so, I don't care. It's cool. I, it's it's cool, cool to, to get uh, – it's cool to get a major – I don't know about in terms of podcasts, but in, in a major output of right. there's audio material. I'd say thousands of podcasts. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So I'm sure they accept kind of anybody. So I don't want to discredit what we do, though, but because that, but it's still sick. I don't. That's cool. You look it's at cool. It. It's cool to be on there. But thank you guys for supporting us. Um, again, thank you Apple for supporting us. Not having a sponsorship from Apple or anything. I Not paid sponsorship. Yeah, it's just a shout out. <laughs> it's literally just a shout out because I was honestly going to be so mad if Apple did not approve us. <laughs> to be completely honest. So I'll be super glad that they did. Um, thank you guys for joining. You guys have a great night and a great day tomorrow. And we will meet you back here tomorrow we'll, night. We'll see you tomorrow night. Pro- probably after the game. That's true. Cause we want to talk about the game as well. Right. We'll try to watch it tomorrow night for you guys too. All right. Have a great night, guys. Good night.